Hello. Hello. Welcome to Otherwise Known As. I'm Gracie. And I'm Matthew. On today's episode, we will be talking about some of the best movie franchises in all of history. Some of the most recognizable and uh, notorious. Yep. And uh, like we said last week with describing our, our top ten favorite movies, there might be some spoilers in this, so... But most of these franchises, we won't be getting into too many specific details about the individual movies. Mm-hmm. So, all right. We'll, we'll kick it off here. We're just talking about a couple of them. So, uh, Gracie, you can go ahead and name off a couple on our list here. So, whenever you think, you know big franchises in cinema, most people's minds are probably going to go to Star Wars, Marvel, and, I mean, DC. Those are some pretty recognizable ones that have many, many, many movies. And those are a couple or a few of some very notable franchises. I'll, I'll go along with a couple more here, and then we'll we'll talk about a few of them here in a few minutes. Um, we got the the Harry Potter series mm-hmm. and the Godfather, Jurassic Park, and we're also including Jurassic World in that since it does yeah. the same storyline. And I guess I should take a second to acknowledge the criteria for what we consider a franchise. When we kind of sat down and talked about this, we went over what we thought they would have to go through to be considered a franchise, and we decided it has to have three movies following the same storyline. Mm-hmm. And that's, so that's Jurassic Park, had, had four Jurassic Park movies, I believe, and, and then two Jurassic World movies, and another one's coming out, I believe, next year, so... That's seven if you include that one, six, including the ones that have already come out. And then Indiana Jones, the Twilight series, and the Halloween series, just to name a few. Pirates of, Pirates the, of the Caribbean. <laughs> Rocky. Yeah. Fast and Furious, Ghostbusters, Lord of the Rings. And The Hobbit. Yeah. I mean, there are so many different movie franchises and all different genres of film. There, there really are. You have horror, you have comedy, you have children's movies, you have action, sci-fi. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I think yeah. that just very much proves how far cinema has come from where it began. And, I mean, these these franchises, I mean, they, they like, make up cinema history in a way. Yeah, so I think do. that's really cool. Because when you think about all of the, the greatest movies of all time, you know, you think about a couple that are just like one movie. You think about Avatar and you think about, yeah. um, well, there's a bunch. I, I can't really think of any right now off the top of my head, which is terrible. But Yeah, but then like mm-hmm. whenever you think of classic movies, you start thinking of Jaws. And 
you know, Karate Kid, Rocky. Yeah. Those are movies that have multiple like films along with them. James Bond, Mission Impossible. The list goes on and on. Yeah. And I mean. And we can we can talk about some of the uh, yeah. Like, you know, we talked about earlier. There's a couple different genres mm-hmm. of, of of movies and movie franchises. So, I mean, under the I mean, kids movies even have have several movies following the same storyline under the children's movies column here we've got uh we've got hotel transylvania despicable me scooby-doo a little bit older diary of wimpy kid uh high school musical descendants and believe it or not my personal favorite sean sean the, the sheep, sheep. Sean wallace the sheep. and gromit wallace and gromit sean the sheep i love Three grew movies. up on those we talk about those claymation films. They're a little underrated. They should be. They should get more recognition. I have nothing for respect for people who take the time to to meticulously maneuver all these clay figures. And I could never. I could never do that myself. It's it's a very it's very crazy. It's very yeah. very nice. Also, along with a couple of those uh, children's movies, we've got the Santa Claus of the Christmas franchise. Oh, yeah. There's three, maybe four. I believe it's just three, though. Home Alone, there's four of those. Cars, there's four of those. No, three. There's three of those. Iconic Toy Story. I don't know if you've already mentioned that or not. I did not. I missed that one. But there are just so many. And then you can go under the, the horror umbrella and, I mean, as you could probably tell from our list last week, that's more under under Gracie's uh, level of expertise there. Mm-hmm. The, the horror mean, movies, I'm more of the gimmicky, comedy, stupid yeah. movies, you know. For horror, I mean, we have Halloween, one of the most notable and most known franchises in horror, in the horror genre. Friday the 13th, there's tons of those movies. Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which, you know, isn't one of my favorites, but... And then we've got some of the um, re- more recent movies that are in the horror genre and have franchises, such as The Conjuring Universe, which, um, when I say universe, it's because there's a bunch of different movies, but they do all follow the same, the same situation general storyline. Yeah. It's, it's a and, whole universe, you know. And Insidious. I mean, Matthew's seen some of those. those a are, couple of them. Those are pretty good. I mean, film is just a, such a diverse um, thing. And, I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, and then you can you can go further into the uh, the action aspect with, with Marvel and DC. And then, I guess... Hunger Games, Hunger Games. And you could probably throw Harry Potter into there with some yeah. of the action. And then you've also got uh, movies such as James Bond, Mission Impossible, and then Fast and Furious. John Wick. Men in Black, John Wick. Yeah. There's just and so many. Sci-fi, I mean, there's always a battle between Star Wars and Star Trek, but either way, they are both very known and good franchises that are out there yeah oh okay so i want to say this now while i'm thinking about it 
if you don't mind. I'm going to take a second to mention this. So it's come to my attention from a couple listeners from last week that when we went over our, our movie list and I mentioned the movie Gone in 60 Seconds, I did not word that correctly. From what I've heard from, from some listeners is that it came off as if I had never seen the movie all the way through. And I would like to clarify, I have seen the whole movie, just not all at one time. I saw probably about the first 30 or 35 minutes at one time. And then I saw from a little before that on until the end at a different time. So I've never seen the whole movie all the way through at one time start to finish. But I have seen all parts of the movie just at two different times, split up over two different occasions so yeah i just just wanted to mention that because i get that that's how i had some speculation like how can a movie you've never seen all the way through be on your top 10 list it's just that good nicholas cage the actors with the the most range good grief we should have a podcast episode just over nicholas cage if we're going with actors that have range i wonder if he's on we've got a few to cover get him on here we could do an episode about that actors with the most range yeah keep us in check with that one we should do that one yeah let us know what you think about that idea (sighs) so should we touch base and talk about more in depth about some of these franchises yes so um i'll i'll let you go first you can uh pick a couple uh, franchises to talk in depth about and a couple of these like maybe not some of the more horror movie ish ones but some of them I might be able to chime in and say a couple of things about it along with you so you can mm-hmm. go, go on ahead well as discussed in our previous episode I am a huge Star Wars fan and I know Matthew is too so I feel like this is a good place for us to start off Considering we are both huge fans of this franchise, and we've both definitely seen each of the movies within this franchise multiple times. Definitely multiple times. We've got some good stuff to talk about here, and I just want to first and foremost give a huge shout out to George Lucas, as he's the creator of this universe. Um, And, you know, without him, Star Wars wouldn't be a thing, which is... I couldn't imagine my life without Star Wars. It's such a great franchise. Sad to think about. (laughs) It is. So, just got to give that little shout out to George Lucas, of course, and John Williams, who created the amazing music, and so many other people go into to go into depth about in this film. But then you get into the the later films when you had J.J. Abrams Abrams and Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, yeah. it kind of passed the torch from from George Lucas to a, a couple of different people that have. Yeah. I mean, some people might speculate that the the sequels, which were episodes seven, eight, and nine, were not um, up at the same level with the first six, the three originals, and then the prequels. Um, I definitely think they that if. Well, I'll leave it at this. If I'm going to choose a Star Wars movie to watch, 
it is most likely going to be from the prequels and if not the originals i really yeah. enjoyed the the uh, the origin or the sequels i mean because those were the ones that had come out when i was old enough to to know it was coming out and when it was coming out to go see the go see it in the theater Mm-hmm, you know, because the originals came out way before I was born. <laughs> yeah. Almost all of the sequels or prequels came out mm-hmm. before I was born. I think one of them I did not. I I beat it to the beat it to the punch there, but it's it's just that when I grew up, those were the ones I was watching. And then there's more movies at this universe that are coming out in 2015. Yeah, you have solo films like Solo. <laughs> Solo not and Rogue to, One. Not to be ironic or anything, but Solo is a solo film, and Rogue One, and aren't they making... Well, they're... And I mean, Star Wars, the Star Wars universe is expanding from not only film to shows, too. We've got The Mandalorian. Television shows. Bad Batch. Um, Rebels. The Clone Wars and Rebels. Wars, and then, yeah. And then and, you've got... Uh, Ahsoka that's going to be yeah. coming out. And Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan. Yeah, Obi-Wan. Or Kenobi. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah. Is it? Co- co- yeah. Uh, Kenobi, yeah. I believe I mean, it's just, just Kenobi, but I can be the It's just expanding. And if that doesn't give you a testament to how great of a franchise Star Wars is, I mean, I don't know what will. And... Because the first Star Wars film came out in 1977, and it's now currently 2021, and there are still huge Star Wars fans in all the generations, so. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a a 40, uh, let's see here, a 44-year, do I have that number yeah. right? Yeah, I do. 44 years of, of Star Wars universe um, material and uh, storylines being used, created, um, sometimes altered even, you know, because some of the, the books that there's been books that come out that are based off some of the things. And then, you know, the TV shows produced after mm-hmm. set, uh, before some of the sequels came out, you know, they don't follow the same storyline, but they're, they're still in the same universe. Yeah, and that's the thing when you have a universe like this. There's so much that can be, like, expanded onto and told. And it doesn't... The thing with Star Wars is it doesn't just have to revolve around the Skywalker family to fit into the franchise. And I think that's what I love about Star Wars is there's just so much that's unknown. And you're always waiting for, like, the next thing to come out. Like, what's it going to be? The Mandalorian, I mean, the whole first season that I can remember, there weren't. There weren't any Jedi in the first season, were there? No, I mean, they they referred Grogu, to them, but, but they didn't. Yeah, you never you never saw one in the first. Like season. you weren't seeing lightsabers, which is very different from Star Wars because everything else, you know, you have lightsabers. But yeah. the Mandalorian is an amazing show, so and it still felt like Star Wars. You yeah, know? and I think that's just again a testament to how great of a franchise Star Wars is and how diverse that can be too. Yeah, and I think talking about um, the uh, the ways a universe can can kind of go off in different trails is a good mm-hmm. segue into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, Ooh, because you yeah. talk about different storylines and different universes running parallel. Yeah. Good grief! Did you I mean, watch Loki? 
That's what I, I was mean, about to say. If you've seen <laughs> Loki, you know what we're talking about. And we won't spoil it too much, just in case. But I mean, you yeah, think about he's relatively new. Yeah, different universes and different timelines, different storylines running at the same time. I mean, you got into that a little bit in the WandaVision show. And then you also yeah. got into it with Doctor Strange. You got into it with, uh, and especially with Loki. And it was yeah. interesting to see all of that and, happening. And whenever we talk about franchises, you know, Marvel, um, a big portion of Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, you know, the original six Avengers, Black Widow, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, and Hawkeye. Yeah. And the thing is that although the obviously the comics have all sorts of characters in it, but the MCU mainly focused on them six for a while, but it's expanded enough to have all these other characters come in. Yeah. And they've even, spoiler alert, killed a big portion, well... A couple of they've killed the two six. of the original six and made one and like eighty-two old. year old man. Yeah. So and by the way, let me okay. I don't mean to interrupt, but I have to say something about this. <laughs> when Captain America got the super soldier serum, did that not mean he wasn't supposed to age? Yeah. He's not supposed to age. He went in ice for seventy years, and you could think, oh, he was he was frozen, so that's why he couldn't age. It's like, yeah, he came out in 2017, and in 2020, or in 2025, when there were, yeah, whenever Endgame was set, because it's so hard to remember, um, at the end of Endgame, he still looked the same way he did in 2017 and in 1947, 1945, somewhere around there, 1946, because I can't remember, because that's how good my memory is. And then you talk about somebody who who goes back to to Peggy in I guess nineteen forty five, and then he comes back and he's eighty thousand years old. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what that was about. And anywho, I'm just gonna say that Steve would not have left Bucky hanging like that after fighting so hard to you know get him back to get him it. back and. Have him be accepted, but whatever. Yeah. But the Marvel Cinematic Universe is just an... I mean, I love Marvel more than... I just, I love Marvel so, so much. And that's such a different... And, I mean, like you said, that's one that can go in so many different directions. And, and it never, does. They never do. never really know what's gonna be in next Never really know movie. what's gonna yeah. happen. That's and, why people keep watching the movies in the shows because yeah. you never know what's going to happen with it. And the newest series they came out with, uh, What If? Yeah. Talk about different universes. That's <laughs> the whole point of the show. I know. that, And I just think that just shows like how neat Marvel is that they can literally sit there and create a show like What If Everything We've Already Done was different. It didn't happen the same way. People are going to yeah. watch it, and they do, mm -hmm. and it's amazing. Yeah, and that's just, you know, you get into these um, franchises, and it's like, some of them, it's just like so amazing how, like, crazy they are, 
And yeah. Marvel yeah. is a perfect example of a franchise that, I mean, they're going on, how many films do they have out now? Like 24? 24, 24, 20, 24 television, four television yeah. shows. Yeah. And um, it's one I mean, that you're still sitting comics, here. Hundreds of comics. Uh, lots and lots of comics. And we're just sitting here like still every time they're like, oh, a new Marvel movie's coming out. People are on the edge of their seats counting down the days waiting because that's how like unique this type this franchise is there's so many stories that we can go into yeah and, and i that's, think that's just a a key to a good franchise yeah and you know last week i kind of touched on what, what i thought made a good movie you know i talked about how mm-hmm. like movies and television shows later on after that will reference it and people know what yeah. they're talking about and and then also, something that came to mind when I was talking about that was uh, that think of how many Star Wars rides there are in Disney World and Disneyland and all the the Disney parks across America. I mean, there's a Star Wars park now. There's a, there are edge. there is a whole land in Star Wars and in sorry not in Star Wars in Disney <laughs> World. In Orlando and in Disneyland in Anaheim, California, and it's just dedicated to this movie franchise. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and I mean, and there's Marvel stuff at Disneyland, and yeah, that's yeah. What I was about to say. And then you've got Universal Studios that has all sorts of stuff about Harry Potter and all. And stuff Universal about. has Marvel stuff too. Yeah, well, that's and, with the the Sony deal and all that confusing yeah. nonsense, but. And then they also have stuff about, uh, sorry, what was it? Uh, they have Despicable Me stuff at at Universal mm-hmm. Studios. It's it's again when I said last week, people know about it, so that's why people put it in their stuff now. All everybody loves these movies. So many people are fans of this uh, Star Wars universe, so they made a land at Disney World or Disneyland about it because they know they can get money out of people to come see it. Yeah, and you have Toy Story Land <laughs> at Disney too. Yeah, it's and just wild. Like cars rides and Indiana Jones. And there's Cars ride. Land in Disneyland. Yeah, there's all sorts of um like things dedicated to these different franchises and Jurassic yeah, Park rides in yeah, the Universal. Jaws ride. Yeah. Um, there's just so much, and then like there's, I like. It's just crazy. It's just there's just so much. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the the Six Flags parks across America, and I think there's one in Canada, one in Mexico, there's a couple different places. But there's um, they've got DC stuff. They've got a deal with DC, and they have yeah uh, Justice League themed rides. I mean go a second here to talk about the first roller coaster I ever went on that had an inversion in it that went upside down was the Batman ride or Batman the ride I believe is what its official name is in Six Flags St. Louis and that was pretty fun I gotta say something that was pretty good shout out to Six Flags St. Louis well when we're on the topic of um, DC you know DC has been uh, in recent 
times, DC has been a pretty hit and miss with their movies, but we can't deny the fact that DC has put out great movies, like the Dark Knight trilogy with Christian Bale, those are great. Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, cinematic masterpiece, that right there. Yeah. And then we have um, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. That was amazing, and it's just, you know, when you can have something so big where you can have all these different characters come in and people are still interested, I think. And even whenever you can have, like, hit-and-miss movies. I mean, all franchises have hit-and-miss movies. Um, yeah. And people still come back to watch more, and I think that's a a good, you know, point to having a good franchise and with DC you know for a long time they did mainly focus on characters like Superman and Batman um you get you get movies that came out in the Dark Knight series and then Man of Steel and then they had Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984 both with Gal Gadot and it's just all these these one thing I've noticed with movie franchises, and I know I'm not the only person who's noticed this, it's mm-hmm. the well. They want to keep them on. That's yeah. why Hayden Christensen played Anakin Skywalker. Yep. Every time Anakin Skywalker was on the screen, that's why. That's why Robert Downey Jr. played Tony Stark every time. And that's yep. any actor you, you can think of. That's why Marlon Brando was the godfather. You know, that's... And I think that's what you get whenever, like, um, you have that great actor or actress. And with DC, you have... You've had many people play Batman, and, you know, they've each done their own take on it, and most of them have been pretty good. But in my opinion, no one's performance is going to be as good as Christian Bale's was. And that's an it's opinion. hard to be Christian Bale's performance with Batman. It yeah. really is. And then you have Joaquin Phoenix, for example, and Heath Ledger. They both play the Joker. I mean, I'll even throw Jack Nicholson and Jared Leto. I know that's a controversial one, but I Jared Leto definitely his. was. I enjoyed his Joker. In I enjoyed Squad, his though. Joker, too. And the thing is, each of them portrayed the Joker so, so well, in my opinion. But each performance was so different. And I think that also just um, shows you how diverse and depending on who the actress or actor is in that specific role in a franchise, you can have like, like ten, you have four different Jokers. They're all the Joker, but they're different and they all do well. And I think you can attest to that to a lot of um, different franchises that bring in, you know, other people to play similar roles. Yeah. And and while we're on the topic of, of different people playing similar roles, um, I want to take a minute to talk about uh, the character of the Marvel Cinematic Universe character, uh, superhero Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I think a lot of people are controversial in their thoughts on you know, everybody talks about who plays the best Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, and and every, I've I've heard I've heard people say Tom Holland. I've heard people say Tobey Maguire, and I've heard people say Andrew Garfield. And it's you know, 
the thing I'll say about it is um, Toby McGuire didn't play the sophomore in high school Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you know, and and you can flip-flop that and say Tom Holland didn't play an adult Spider-Man. They played two different characters when when it comes down to it, and I, I don't think it's fair to put them in the same category playing the same character when when one of them was a teenager and the other was, was not. Yeah, and I 100% agree with that. Each Spider-Man movie, each Spider-Man, you know, franchise at this point, because you have the Tobey Maguire franchise, you got three movies there, you got the Andrew Garfield, Amazing Spider-Man, and Tom Holland Spider-Man, they have their third installment coming out this year, so... Um, Supposedly, what... rumor having yeah. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield appear yeah. in this movie... And each of their performances are so different, but they each capture the essence of Spider-Man and Peter Parker, and you know what? Some of them have better Peter Parker-like tendencies, and others have better Spider-Man, but they each have a good balance between the two, and at the end of the day, whenever you talk about Spider-Man as a character, it's hard to just address it by one, so... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're yeah. each so different with how they played the character. And I don't, like you said, I don't think it's fair to put them in a category like, oh, this is the best one or this is the best one. You're going to have your opinions about which one you prefer. But at the end of the day, each of their movies that they made for Spider-Man, each of them were amazing. Yeah. And Spider-Man is just such a loved character, so... Yeah. And I mean, you talk about, I I would say Tobey Maguire probably played the best Spider-Man, but Tom Holland probably plays the best Peter Parker, you know, when you, when you go deeper into it like that. And, um, you know, you just, it's just, you know, a lot to take in whenever you have such big franchises because there's so many different aspects and different ways characters can be played and characters are done but at the end of the day a successful franchise is one that you have a lot more hits than misses yeah and we want to talk about controversial franchises people love to hate and hate to love the twilight series i mean that is one that people will go on and on and on about how cringy it is and how the acting isn't great, but they love it. And, you know, I'm not going to say anything bad about those people because I'm one of those people, too. I love the Twilight movies. I don't know what it is about them that's so entertaining, but it is. And, you know, that just comes from an aspect of you can have, you know, maybe not the best acting, maybe not the best cinematography involved but if you have a good story in your franchise your franchise will most likely take off yeah i mean i personally have never seen the twilight series but i've i kind of get the gist of it you know yeah know it's, correct me if i'm wrong i believe it's uh love story vampires werewolves mm-hmm. okay okay i knew pretty I much <laughs> yeah 
And then, I mean, we can go on down our list and talk about some of the the uh, the lesser known, but but still important. I mean, you've got Pirates of the Caribbean and and, uh, and Fast and Furious. Know, well, it's not really lesser known, but it's it's not as big as Star Wars. Marvel, to mention, you know, like Harry Pirates Potter. of the Caribbean, I just have to put my two cents in that Johnny Depp was literally like literally written for the role of Captain Jack Sparrow and he literally captures the essence of um Captain Jack Sparrow and nobody can ever play him the way Johnny Depp did so that that's all I got to say <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think there's another person that, that could have played that role better than Johnny Depp does or did yeah and then i mean you've got the i know I personally have not seen all of these movies, but Gracie, I know, has seen more than I have. We can take a second to talk about the Tyler Perry's Medea oh, franchise. Medea. That, that franchise, Medea, Medea's my girl. Um, <laughs> you have all sorts of Medea movies. I mean, you have Medea Christmas movies, Medea Halloween movies, you have Medea Family Funeral, Medea Big Happy Family. And the thing about Medea is, in basically, Medea goes to jail. In most of the Medea movies, the it's funny and you know they're fun to watch. But there is an important message in most of them, and it is a lot about family. And yeah. I kind of take away that family overall type of feeling in those movies. And Tyler Perry, first of all, he's so funny and creative i mean he's literally playing so many characters in the medea franchise it's crazy and i mean he does great playing medea obviously yeah um and medea's just great and i really suggest you know if you haven't watched medea you should watch medea and that's coming from someone who isn't a huge comedy fan i love the medea movies yeah if there's if there's Two movie franchises that Gracie has been on me to watch. It's Harry Potter and Medea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, then, yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a whole lot. I guess the point of this, this episode of the podcast is there's a whole lot of franchises. Yeah. And, you know. You know and the what? significance of them. Something that um I would like to hear is if you watch this and you think of a franchise that you're a big fan of or maybe we didn't touch on or, you know, forgot to mention, let us know, you know, whether you message us or... Or d- DM the, the Instagram page. It's yeah. uh, at otherwise.known.as on Instagram if you want to go mm-hmm. give us a follow. We'll be posting some updates on there. We'll post yep. when this episode airs, we'll, which should we'll be the, fairly soon. The DMs, so if you have any questions or suggestions or just anything you want to say you know the dms are open yeah and so just um, wanted to put that yeah. out there yeah just contact us you know mm-hmm. we like getting messages Let's from y'all like, think yeah and and like uh, i think in the two weeks between these uh two podcast episodes the biggest thing that that gracie and i realized was we had people that haven't talked to us in a very long time messages say, mm-hmm. hey, I like your podcast. Yeah. You know, and I, I love that. I love that I we're, do too. we're reaching some people that, that haven't really uh, 
like we haven't been in close contact with in in the recent years, but still, you know. And I mean, we're in it's fun. the day and age where media is such a big thing to our generation, and it really does pull people closer together. And I think with this podcast, me and you, I don't know about you, but I know for sure me, I'm definitely seeing that. And I, mean, I just think it's really cool. So, this is this thank is a you great guys time for watching. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for lending uh, us your listening. ears for a little bit. And I am, um, I do want to let you know, we plan on trying to to have a new episode to you about every two weeks, give or take. Yeah. And sometimes we might say, hey, we're we're ready to go ahead and record, and it'll be a little earlier. And sometimes we're like, hey, we're gonna need to wait a little bit. It might be a little later, and that's. I think that's okay. I think we like to keep yeah. you on your toes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we we do want to ask you to uh, spread the word a little bit. You know, tell a friend, say, hey, this podcast, this podcast. go ahead and listen to it. And we're not saying that so we can get more views, get more, or not views, get more listens, you know, just because we want to we wanna reach people. We want, yeah. you know, there may be somebody who hears this and go, man, I haven't thought about that movie. I haven't thought about that TV show. I haven't thought about that series in a long time. I should go watch that again, you know. And, you know, for me, and I know a lot of other people, film is a great escapism for when you're stressed or down or you're just a little overwhelmed. You can just sit back and watch a film, and I think that's great, and... It, it's just, film is just, whether it be movies or TV shows or just media in general, as long as you're not, you know, super into, like, toxic social media or anything in the moment when you're feeling that way, but video games, movies, TV shows, music, they can really help you during times like that, so if we can just reach people and let them know, like, hey, this is a good film to watch, or eventually, you know, this is a good song or a good TV show... That, that's that's our main goal here. Yeah. And I really do think that um, the things you watch and the things you listen, they affect who you are as a person. They affect yeah. how you act with other people. You know, I wouldn't be the man I am today without Veggie Tales. That's, you know, that was that was my jam. Blues Clues. Oh, I, I would Barney not be the person me. I am without watching that stuff. Yeah. When and I was a kid, you know. While we're on the topic, I mean, this is about franchises. I gotta talk about a franchise that I loved when I was a kid. Read the books when I was a kid. I still love now to this day, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Now, we do not count the long haul. We want our regular cast. Not what they did there, but it's okay. Um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid was an amazing franchise. It's one that in my opinion, young and older people enjoy. And, I mean, that's one that if I didn't watch, you know, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I mean, what kid of our generation didn't sit there and play, like, the cheese touch? Yeah. During school or just chose to have fun with friends. You know, that was such a freaking fun game. It's always so funny, too. I have a story that goes along with that, and I'll take a couple minutes to tell you that real quick. I might not have ever told you this because I forgot about it until just now. There was a kid when I was in third or fourth grade. 
who brought a piece of cheese. <laughs> he brought a a craft single American cheese slice to school in his backpack every day for a month. The same piece of cheese. Why? So we could play the cheese touch at recess. <laughs> oh my god. Every day. Shout out to whoever you are. <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but if they listen, you know who you are. I mean, you were you were like nine years old. It's all right. But That's dude, so funny. Ugh. Well, yeah. we're on the topic of things that, you know, shape us. I feel like I can't end this podcast without talking about one of my favorite franchises besides Marvel and Star Wars. And I mean, I'm wearing pants, like literally dedicated to this I'm glad you're wearing pants. (laughs) This franchise. (laughs) And that's the Halloween franchise. I've got to touch on that. John Carpenter, an amazing director. Deborah Hill, amazing producer. And I know they didn't do, well, yeah, they didn't do each of them. We have the Rob Zombie Halloween movies that go in there too. And I mean, Halloween. I mean, they're still making Halloween movies. The first one came out, what was it, 19... 1970... Uh, um, it was either 1978 or... F- mm. Either way, it came out a while ago. 1978. 1978. That's what I thought. 1978 is when the first Halloween movie came out, and it's 2021, and this year, Halloween Kills is coming out, and next year, the... or in 2023, Three. Halloween Ends comes out, and if that's just... I mean, Halloween is still going on. That's a long That franchise. probably won't even be the last one. It won't. It may not, you know. Um, and I mean, you've gotten all sorts of different storylines within the Halloween franchise. I mean, you had Laurie Strode as Michael Myers' sister. Never mind, she's not. Um... Then, Jamie. Whoops, wait, she is again. They never know yeah, she's not again. Yeah, you got um, the storyline with Jamie. And it's Halloween. There's just so many different things. And Michael Myers is just... I mean, Michael Myers is iconic, first of all. And you have... Sorry if you can hear my dog get, um, growling, by the way. Um, there is just so many different movies in the Halloween franchise and like I said there's just so many different storylines and I mean you have Halloween 3 season of the witch which Michael Myers literally isn't even in that one it's and I mean they're each all great movies I mean there's a couple that are a little mediocre but overall they're pretty good so you know I just had to touch on that franchise because one, my dad would be disappointed if I didn't, and two, I would be disappointed in myself if I didn't. <laughs> um, I would like to take a moment to point out, before we wrap this up, because this, this one might end up being a, a few minutes shorter than the last one. As of today, my co-host, Gracie, is 18 years old. Yeah, it's my so birthday. I would like to sing very fastly happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Gracie. Happy birthday to you. Well, thank you, Matthew. For you that are very welcome. Singing. And many more. Well, this has been a good podcast, you know. We may have not talked in depth about each of these, um, you know, franchises, but they've all been good. I mean, we mentioned a lot of them. I think that's important. Yeah, it really is. So, I think it's, uh, I think it might be about time to, to wrap this one up. Call it a day. Put it in the books. We'd uh, thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far into the podcast. Yeah, thank you. We'll have a new episode out in about two weeks. Yep. Like I said, if you have any suggestions, our DMs are open on Instagram. So don't be afraid to send us a little message. We're both nice. (laughs) And one more time, that that Instagram is otherwise.known.as. And uh, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Yep. Bye. Bye.